Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm coming to you live from South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and this is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. We're doing this. We're going for it. I'm excited that you're with me. And I want to remind you of a couple of things before we get into the devotion and the warfare and the prophetic intercession. We have a church here in South Florida, and I hope to see you on Sunday, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. I minister two different messages every Sunday. They're not canned. They're spirit-filled and spirit-led, word-inspired, and we're going for it. If you're in the region, come on over to AHOP in Fort Lauderdale. You can also watch that first service online at ahop.online. And I want to see more of you become Web Church members. I want to extend that Web Church family. Web Church members get access to all my teaching archives on ahop.online, as well as that pastoral covering, personal prayer line, and that virtual life group. It's all there for you as an official Web Church member. Check it out. Second service is what we now call School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going deeper in the things of God, wrapping up that nine gifts of the Spirit series, entering into that Watchman anointing series. If you're in South Florida, come on by. If you're not, hey, we're not leaving you out, but you'll have to go over to schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv to sign up for those classes there. Amen. God is good. Good morning to all my Awakening Prayer Hubs family, my Awakening House leader, House Church and House of Prayer leaders, my Ignite Network members. I love you guys. Let's kick off today from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, 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 escúchame, por favor. I've given you power and a sound mind. I've given you power and a sound mind. It'd be one thing if you gave us power, but if we don't have a sound mind, ooh, that would be a little scary. It'd be one thing if you gave us a sound mind, but we didn't have any power, that would not be preferable either. But the Lord is saying he's given us both. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Listen, the spirit of fear is rising. It's rising in this hour. The temptation to fear will rise along with it. But I have not given you a spirit of fear, as 2 Timothy 1.7 says. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I have given you a spirit of love. And perfect love casts out all fear. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I've not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you a spirit of power to overcome every spiritual enemy. And the Lord says, I've not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you a sound mind that recognizes the subtle attacks against who you are in Christ. So meditate on my love, says the Lord. Receive my power. Know that you have the mind of Christ and refuse to bow to the spirit of fear, says the spirit of the living God. Amen. Refuse to bow to the spirit of fear. Come on. Refuse to bow to the spirit of Jezebel. Come on. Refuse to bow to the spirit of the world. We will only bow to you, God. Today's scripture references 1 John 4, 18, 
Proverbs 29.25, and Romans 8.15. Now here's the prayer starter from Evenings with the Holy Spirit. I will not fear. I love it. I refuse to fear. I stand against fear in every single one of its wicked manifestations. I will not bow to it or give its voice any room in my soul. Help me to stand against the strong feelings of fear. Teach me how to discern its subtleties so I can rise above it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you today. We are so grateful that you have given us the spirit of holy. <laughs> you have sent the spirit of holy to dwell on the inside of us. You've not given us a spirit of fear. You've not given us a spirit of timidity. You've not given us a spirit of dread. You have given us the spirit of holy. You have given us the spirit of resurrection power. You have given us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And you keep on giving. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We lift up your name this morning because you are the God who keeps on giving. Come on. You are the God whose supply never runs dry. You are the God who sees what we need before we even know what we want. You're so great. You're so gracious and we're so grateful. You're so gracious and we're so grateful. You are the God who knows us intimately. You're the God who leads us and guides us into wisdom, into truth, into prosperity, into victory. And we lift up your name today and we decree and declare our utter dependence upon you because we know that we know that we know that you are the vine and we are the branches. And if we want to bear fruit, we got to keep pulling from the life source, the Zoe life of God. So help us, Lord, today to remember to be intentional to remember to shun fear, to remember to press into your presence, to remember to listen for your voice, listen for your leadership, listen, to be sensitive to your guidance. Help us, Lord, to go forth today with a confidence knowing that God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Help us, Lord, today to sense your presence in the mundane realities of life when we're doing the dishes, when we're doing the laundry, when we're driving to work, God, would you just encounter our heart with your love, encounter our heart with your power. Help us, Lord, to walk worthy of our calling as we press into this day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We might not have woken up feeling well, but we're going to rejoice anyway. We might have had a bad day yesterday, but we're going to rejoice in this day. We might not know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we're going to rejoice in this day because you are good. You are good. And we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. We will experience. We will taste and see. We will come to understand at deeper levels day by day your goodness as we pay attention to your blessings. Help us, Lord, to catch you blessing us. Help us, Lord, to, 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 to see how you're moving in our lives 
lives. Help us, Lord, not to take for granted that which you've already done, that which you're going to do based on your prophetic promises to our hearts. Help us, Lord, not to let go of the future, but only to, come on, only to let go of the past. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I see it so clearly. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, because many of us are holding on to the past, but we have let go of our future. We are holding on to the pain of the past, but we have let go of the future and the hope. We have let go of the promises, the yes and amen promises that our latter will be greater than our past. Help us, Lord, to let go of what is behind and grab hold of the future and the hope, the promises, the prophecies. Help us, Lord, never, never, never to let go of the future, never to let go of what you said you're going to do. If you said it, we're going to believe it. And that settles it. Our future is settled. Our future is bright. Our future is now. Come on. We're stepping into it one day at a time, one prayer at a time, one prophecy at a time, one faith inspired action at a time. We're stepping into the future and the hope with faith. We're stepping into the future and the hope with determination. We're stepping into the future and the hope with armor on, ready to fight, content to the end for the promise. Oh, Jesus, we will not hold on to the past. I see so clearly. I see some of you in the spirit, and it's like your knuckles are white because you're holding on to the past with such vigor. And what you fail to see, the way the enemy has deceived you is this. The past is gone. You can't get it back. You don't want some of it back. You never wanted some of it when you had it. So let go of it. Let go of the pain of that divorce. Let go of the fear that the past will repeat itself. The Lord is saying, let go of the fear that the past will repeat itself. Let me say that again. The Lord is saying, let go of the fear that the past will repeat itself. I don't care how many times the past has repeated itself. I don't care how many demonic patterns have manifested annually in your life. You must stand up now and say, no mas, devil. I am letting go of the past pain. I am letting go of the past fears. I'm letting go of the past anxieties. I'm letting go of the past relationships. I'm letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go of the past. No longer will, come on, I decree, no longer will I hold on to something that has expired, something whose season has passed, something that you never told me to hold on to in the begin with. So Father, help us to let go of the past so that we can grab hold of the future. That's why some of you feel like you're being pulled into pieces because you will not let go of the past and you're trying to hold on to the future and you're being stretched and pulled apart and you don't know which way is up. And it's because many times you have not let go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. 
Let it go. Maybe that dream that was in your heart wasn't in God's heart for you. Let it go. God has a better dream for you. Maybe that romantic interest that you thought was the one was never the one. Let it go. God has a new romantic interest for you. Maybe that job that you got fired from that made you so bitter because you were making good money, maybe that wasn't the best option for you. Let it go. God has a better job for you. It's in your future and your future can come into your now if you'll just believe and receive. So father, would you help us today? Oh, come on guys to let go of the bitterness, to let go of the anger because things didn't work out the way they should have. And -and so-and-so didn't do what they said. They broke their word. They betrayed me and stabbed me in the back. I just will not look at the past anymore. It is gone. It is over. And we are looking at our future and our hope right now. Come on. We're looking at the future. We're living in the now, but we're pulling down our future from heaven's throne room. There's a book that's been written about your life, my life. David said, all the days of my life are in your book, Lord. God has written a book about your life. And it's time for us to get on the same page with God. Some of us were supposed to be in chapter six and we're crying over chapter two. Some of us are supposed to be in chapter four and we're mad about chapter three. So we're not enjoying our current chapter because of something that happened in the last chapter. Listen, you can't rip those pages out of the book. It's part of your process. Those things shaped you. Those tragedies made you who you are, helped to make you who you are. But we are not going to dwell in the last chapter. We're going to live now and pull down the future. So, Father, would you show us, would you show us things to come? Holy Spirit, you said in your word that you would show us things to come. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will show us things to come, that he would tell us things to come, that he would lead us into all truth and guide us into all truth and reveal to us the truth that we need to know in the moment. So would you help us to focus on that? Help us to be living in the now with the mindset of the future and the hope. I thank you, Lord, for the great and precious promises that you have made to us. They're not just great, they're precious. They're about our future. They're about even our eternity. We give you praise and we honor you today that you help us to reset our minds. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. 
Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Help us to reset or not just renew them, but reset them. Because many of us know the word back and forth, forth and back, but we have not reset our mind to the new reality that some things are just not going to be restored. Some things are not in your plan to bring back around, but you're going to bring back around better things. I thank you, Lord, just as Job got double for his trouble. I thank you, Lord, that you are plotting and planning ways to bring forth things into our life that are much better than anything we've ever lost. I thank you, Lord, that we are in that Genesis 50, 20 season where what the enemy meant for harm, God will turn for good. I thank you, Lord, that Romans 8, 28 is still true in the context of prayer that God works all things together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purposes. We claim those realities. We claim it now in Jesus name. We will go forth with our head held high, knowing that our ladder shall be greater than our past. It really shall be greater than our past, that you will restore the years that the locust worm ate, that you will bring into our lives new blessings, new endeavors, new opportunities. You're continually telling us, I'm doing a new thing. Every day is new. Your mercies are new every day. We thank you, Lord, that we want the new. We've got to let go of the old. So show us over these next days as we sit in your presence what it is that's holding us back because we like to blame the devil and we like to blame people. But what if the reality is that the past is what's really holding us back? And it's not always bad memories of the past. Sometimes it's the good old days. I wish it could be like it was in the good old days. I wish I could live my life again back then when I was in my 20s, when I was in my 30s. Last year was a better year than this year, and that is still holding us back. So, Father, show us. Show us. Show us, Lord, what we need to let go of, because we know that the enemy tries to get us to let go of things we should fight for, and we don't want to ever let go of something that we should keep contending for, because we don't want to be out of your will, and we don't want to give the devil glory by allowing him to do in our lives what he wants when you have a different plan. So help us, Lord, 
not to let go of those things that we shouldn't let go of. But my God, if there's something that we need to let go of, if it's an old fear, if it's an old disappointment, if it's an old issue that hasn't been forgiven and we just won't forgive and we just won't forgive and we justify our unforgiveness, show us, God, in your great mercy, show us, God, what we can. I see that, Lord. The Lord is showing me that some of you can't see the future and the hope because your eyes are glued to the past. And when you're looking behind you, it's very difficult to see in front of you. As a matter of fact, when you're looking behind you, it's impossible to see in front of you. Come on, this is good stuff. When you're looking in your past, it's almost impossible for, for you to see your future. You've got past colored glasses on and they skew your perspective. So Father, help us to have hope. We know that hope pertains to the future because if we already had it, what we were hoping for, we wouldn't have to hope. So hope pertains to the future and faith is now. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. So we can believe even now for what we have not yet seen. But we must let go of what we have seen, the things that traumatized us, the things that scarred us, the things that almost killed us. We must let go of those emotions. We must let go of those thought patterns, expecting the worst, expecting the worst, expecting the worst, because the worst always happens to us. We say no more. We draw a bloodline. We say no more. From now on, we're going to expect the best because we serve the best God. We serve the one true most high God. We're going to expect the best because our God is the best and he has the best plans for us. Our God is the best. He has the best will for us. Our God is the best. He has the best outcome for us, the best breakthrough for us, the best marriage for us, the best children for us, the best careers for us, the best church for us, the best financial outlook for us. Everything God does is the best. Nobody can outdo God. Eye has not seen nor ear has heard the plans, the purposes, all the things that God has, has ordained for you. Jesus, help us, Lord. Give us a glimpse into that book. Help us to grab hold of the future and the hope that you have for us with bulldog tenacity, never letting go. Always standing in faith, waiting for the promise, waiting for the breakthrough, knowing that it's coming. Having the determination and the endurance and the persistence to stand and withstand in the evil day until we see your great and precious promises come to pass in our lives. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to stay steady. Help us, Lord. You said, when I come back, will I find faith in the earth? And I, we say, yes, Lord. You will find faith in us. We will believe you even when everything else is going wrong, when it has historically gone wrong. We will believe you for a better future. You are the way, the truth, and the life, and you are worthy of our praise. So we honor and adore you in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's transition into this segment. We want to deal with the witch today. Probably there's one or two on my social media that think I'm talking about them because you know you're a witch. You know you're a warlock, and you came on here to release witchcraft. I'm not really talking about you because you're inconsequential to my life. You have no power over me. But I am going to pray and break some of this witchcraft. We're going to look the witch in the eye. We're going to look the witch in the eye. We're going to look. That's what Paul did. He looked the witch in the eye. Straight in the eye. See, some of you are afraid of the fight, and that's why you allow the enemy to continue to run rodshod over your life. Many of you are afraid to stand up for what belongs to you because you think somehow that it's going to bring retaliation or backlash or warfare you can't handle. But you can handle anything Christ calls you to handle. 
and he's already given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You can trample on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm you. You can look the witch in the eye and bind and blind those monitoring spirits. So I need you to share this. Let me read this scripture. Come on, we're going to deal with this witchcraft today. I'm about tired of watching the people of God wallowing around in self-pity because they don't know how to break the witchcraft. Some of you need to get trained to know how to fight because God has a better portion for you. Let me read this. It's in Acts 13. It's in Acts 13. We're in Acts 13. I told you I'm reading through the book of Acts like a devotional. Acts 13, starting in verse 9. Now listen. Saul also known as Paul, was filled with the Holy Spirit. We're doing good so far. Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? That's where it starts. That's where your greatest successes in warfare start, is when you have the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, the prophetic intelligence to tap into divine strategies to overcome the wicked one. Saul, also known as Paul, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he looked the sorcerer in the eye. A sorcerer is just a, wi a witch. In this case, it's a warlock. But we're going to use witch because we're talking about witchcraft. Saul, also known as Paul, was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he looked the witch in the eye. Shabbat I love it. How many of you would have the bravado, the courage to do that? Here comes this warlock. Here comes this sorcerer. And the Bible says, Paul looked him dead in the eye. Then he said, Paul said, listen, I love this. Paul said this, look at him right in the eye. You got to see this. Picture this in your holy imagination. Picture it. He's looking the witch in the eye. He says, you son of the devil. <laughs> full of every sort of deceit and fraud and the enemy of all that is good. Will you never stop perverting the ways of the Lord? Watch now for the Lord has laid his hand of punishment upon you, you witch, and you will be struck blind. You witch, you will not see the sunlight for some time. Instantly, mist and darkness came over the man's eyes, and he was groping around and begging for someone to take his hand and lead him. Come on. Do you have the courage in Christ to look the witch in the eye? I'm not even talking about a person here. So all you witches that like to join my broadcast, I'm not talking about you. Go worship the earth if you want to. Jesus has a better plan for you. But if you want to worship the earth and all that, you have the freedom to do that. I'm not, I'm not in your way. I'm talking about demon powers here. I'm talking about demon powers here. I'm talking about demon powers here. I love Matthew 10, 20, how it says, it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. You've got to get in Christ and begin to do warfare from that position in him. That is where you're going to get the boldness to look the witch in the eye. You need to look that demon right now. You might not be able to see him. Don't take me out of context here. This is symbolic and parabolic. You need to look the devil right in the eye and say, uh-uh, no, no mas, I see you. That's why you need to look him in the eye so he knows you see him. Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit and he looked the witch in the eye. So, Father, today, would you give us the courage and the wherewithal to look the demons in the eye that have set 
out to steal, kill, and destroy us. Help us, Lord, because we know an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated, but we've got to look that devil right in the eye. And we've got to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, I am in Christ, and you are of a dark kingdom over which I have authority because of the shed blood of Jesus. So I take authority today over the witchcraft that has been troubling you. I take authority today over the demon powers operating in soothsaying spirits and all manner of witchcraft, hexes, vexes, spells, incantations, and potions that have been brewed up against you. We bind them and we cause them to come to no effect in Jesus' name. I put a cease and desist order on the witches the demon powers that have conspired against us, forming networks to spy upon us, to see what we're doing, to stop what we're doing, to give us uh, uh, so much trouble that we just want to give up and quit. I break the powers of witchcraft over your life right now in the name of Jesus. We stand against the cloud of witchcraft that tries to bring confusion into our mind in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over the witchcraft that causes a lack of focus that makes it hard for us to even read and understand the word of God. We break the powers of this witchcraft and its mind-binding activity in our life. We blind and bind the monitoring spirits that have set forth to watch over us to bring tragedy, delay, uh, harassment into our life. We push back the witchcraft clouds now in the name of Jesus. And we decree that the weapon of witchcraft that has been formed against us, it will not only not prosper, but it will boomerang back into the enemy's camp, releasing confusion. We will not be confused, but the devil will not know what hit him because we are rising up in our authority even now in Christ and saying no more. We see you. We've had enough. You have no authority. You have no power. You have no rhyme and you have no reason. We will no longer listen to the voice of witchcraft. We, I decree and declare immunity from witchcraft in Christ. Help us, Lord, to hide ourselves in you. Hide ourselves under the shadow of your wings so that we don't have to fear the witchcraft arrows and the witchcraft terror, so that we don't have to fear what the enemy will do next. Help us, Lord, to stay 10 steps ahead, to see the witchcraft coming so we can stand and withstand against it, swinging the sword of the spirit to cut it to pieces. Oh, the decree that the weapons of witchcraft will not prosper against us. And I decree everything witchcraft stole from us will be restored. The time, the the, the relationships, the, the, the finances. I decree that the, 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 the purposes and plans of witchcraft have been exposed. They have been defeated. They have failed utterly. And we are in restoration mode. The blessing of God resting upon us. The, the glory of God resting upon us. The, the, the shalom of God resting upon us. Thank you, Lord, today that you have given us this authority. It's your very own authority. And so we look the witch in the eye with boldness that comes from the infilling of the spirit of God. We look the witch in the eye and we say, be blinded and be evicted from our midst. Go and do not return. We will give you no place. 
We will give you no rights. We will give you no opportunity. We will be vigilant, sober-minded. We know the witch is roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, but we say no mas. You have devoured enough, and we have caught you, and now you must repay us seven times. And we give you glory, God, because you alone defeated witchcraft on the cross. The power of Satan, you defeated it. You triumphed over it so that we can triumph over it in your name. And we thank you, Lord, that you always lead us into triumph in Christ Jesus. So help us follow your leadership, never straying from the narrow path, but always walking lockstep with you, our Savior, our Lord, our King, our High Priest, our Apostle, our Prophet, our Pastor. We submit everything we have to you humbly, and we're grateful that we are free from the assignment of the witch in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on. Did you catch that? Wasn't that good? You know, I always pray the scripture. Oh, Jesus. Come on. That's a good word. Oh, looking the witch in the eye. Some of you were scared to look the, the devil in the eye because you maybe thought it would be, you know, I, I don't know what you thought, but here's what God thinks. You have authority over all the power of the devil. That is the truth. So thank you, Lord, today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, today. Hallelujah. Thank you. Begin to thank him for the victory. He, 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 it, it's yours. It is yours. Thank you, God. You are amazing. You're all powerful. You're all knowing. There's nobody like you. We're so grateful for you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. But I do want to give you an opportunity to sow today if you feel led to do so. If this helped you, if you're like, my God, I'm, I'm thinking clearly, my God, I didn't see it that way. You know, if this equipped you, if this helped you, if this blessed you, uh, consider sowing into our missions arm, would you please? I'm going to spend about 30 seconds on this and we're going to move along. You can sow into our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Or if you can't go to that site for whatever reason, you can use the Cash App if you want to sow into the ministry. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. It's really easy. You can use the text to give. Text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And if you're outside the United States, you want to wire something, the wire instructions are at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can find the wire instructions there. You can also become a partner there. We would appreciate your partnership. So, Father, I thank you for those who are sowing today into the missions of your heart for this ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.